Welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast, sponsored by Sub70 Golf. Sub70 Golf is the number one direct-to-consumer golf equipment company based out of Sycamore, Illinois. By cutting out middlemen and unnecessary overhead, Sub70 products are roughly half the cost of other OEMs. Everything is custom-built, and they typically have one- to two-week turnaround times. With a full equipment line from driver through putter and options for everyone, go check out Sub70 Golf at GolfSub70.com. All right, folks, we interrupt this broadcast to tell you about the very best sports coverage in the Chicagoland area. Our go-to, that's Sports Mockery app. The Sports Mockery app is breaking Chicago sports news and rumors, covering the Bears, the Hawks, the Bulls, the Cubs, and the White Sox. Download the Sports Mockery app now, available on iTunes and Google Play stores. Back to the show we go. All right, folks, welcome back to another edition. As always, we got the big man on the ones and twos. What's up there, Big Rob? What's going on, Tom? Not much, man. I feel, to be honest, I feel like Walter White right now. <laughs> um, we have a bit of a situation. <laughs> My allergies have been on a hundred level since last week's episode. I'm sure you, you, you know, you recognize the sniffles and the oh yeah, Jesus. yeah. So believe it or not, wearing sunglasses helps. I don't know why. I, I I would assume it has to do with something with squinting in your eyes and sure. that making you, you sneeze. So bear with well, for you that for the, those that don't watch the YouTube video, he's got a bucket hat on and sunglasses. It's, uh, it's quite the look. Correct. And my garage door is open. The sun is not penetrating through, but I'm telling you, it just helps. Um, to be honest, I can't wait to jump in the pool after this because it- although it's, it's pretty cold, it's going to help. I mean, you got a summer vibe going on right now. Yeah, and I apologize. It just, you know, this is this is what we got to do in order to make it work. But you're in a safe tree. Yeah, nonetheless, we're here. We're rocking mm-hmm. and rolling. Uh, how was your weekend there, Rob? It was good. Watched some golf. Didn't play any. Did a lot of stuff around the house outside. But yeah, watched some golf. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed the weather besides the rain late Sunday. But it was good. How about you? Give me your... So, good weekend. Um, got a lot done. Same. Just kind of did things around the house, caught golf. Give me your thoughts on the tour championship. Let's recap that. Yeah. Uh, man, I thought Thursday, Friday, you know, was good. And I thought Xander was just doing Xander things there, man. I thought he was honestly going to win the whole damn thing. Um, Saturday, you know, caught bits and pieces. Like I said, I was doing some stuff outside with the deck. Didn't really get the, I didn't even notice it was on a weather delay to be honest with you. And then I checked and I saw that they weren't playing, and then Scotty firing out, you know, Sunday morning. I thought he just had it in the, you know, had it in the bag and choke job for, you know, the fourth round. That was crazy. But Rory, dude, that that was awesome. Just the energy. Uh, that putt on 15 was huge. That, I was yeah. I had on outside in the garage working, trying to watch through the window. I heard the fucking yelling and I was like, holy shit. So I ran back and started watching. It was just like texts were blowing up. It was like, oh, here we go. Right. That uh, that putt was deceiving too. The the angle that they had, like the front angle, mm-hmm. it looked like it was pretty straightforward, but then they yeah. showed like around the back and how it's mm-hmm. downhill left to righter. That thing was tough. Yeah. Um, he definitely had some speed on it too. But yeah, that was definitely the the changing moment. Um Scheffler, I, I would assume his butt kind of puckered a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, right. That's when things started to get interesting. Um, right. and then you know for him to to take a bogey on 17 and be one back, you know, I, I'm sure he was, 
he was thinking about, you know, oh shit, you know, I got Rory, yep. Rory on the tee with me, him breathing down my throat. I'm now down one. You know, I'm, I'm what? What do you finish? Plus three on the day? Plus four? Something like that. I thought it was uh, shotgun start talked about it uh, yesterday, but like it was a good point, Andy, mate, where you think about it. What if he didn't play with, you know, if he wasn't with Rory in the final group, but, you know, that could have been a huge difference maker there. You know, oh, absolutely. But, you know, speaking of, so before we, we finish up on that, what are your thoughts on just the format of the, the tour championship? I mean, obviously there was some drama this weekend, but I don't, I don't, I don't care for it. I don't care yeah, for yeah. starting 10 under eight under and so better, I would say this year. Sure. You know, in the long run, yeah. I don't know who's going to have the better career, especially with, you know, live guys, if they're actually going to have access to the majors, um, you could look at it from both sides, but no matter what, losing Mambo is a huge blow. Yeah. I mean, but the, like you, we were talking to Hideki turning down that 400 million is just, I mean, that's insane yeah. too with that market. And, but you got to respect his decision, you know, for sure. I wonder, um, you know, I wonder if, if he stays in, in talks and communication and, you know, potentially, because you got to think Hideki would be the guy, right. For that Japan, all Japan. Thing. Oh, yes, so, yeah. so in order to get him, you know, I'm sure they're just going to keep upping their dollar, upping their dollar. So I'm not sold. I think I'm kind of sold on Cam Young's stand. Um, being a, a guy from the U.S., I could see Hideki kind of going back to the drawing board and saying, okay, well, you know, if that number is now $500 million, sure, I'll go. Yeah. So I mean, I, think yeah, I, mean be, I think he could be swayed. Yeah, later down the road for sure. Right. I mean, there's it's kind of a different situation. The U.S. team is is kind of already set with DJ and Brooks. You know, they're basically saying, "Hey, Hideki, this is your team. You know, you're you're going to run this team. You're going to have, you know, um, the capability to own and operate the Japan team just like a business, etc." So, yeah, I'd be I'd be curious to see you know what happens in the next couple months. Um, Speaking of, when do you think the next big wave is going to take place? I don't know if there's going to be another big wave. I think it's going to be onesie twosies here and there. You know, I just like looking on Twitter and like, again, listening and reading some stuff. It's what happens to the guys that are over there are now gonna, the six guys that are going to get kicked off, you know, that aren't playing in the Boston event. You know, it's like, obviously yeah, they're probably getting paid, right. You know, part of their contract, but that kind of sucks. Where else are really going to have to go over to Asian, Asia tour and play a little bit. You know, it's just like, you yeah. kind of risk, you kind of risk all that money, then potentially not be able to play golf, you know, right. Again, over here at least. And then you'd have to go travel. It's just, it's kind of silly. Yeah. I mean, the, the PTO is pretty good there though. You know, we talked about before, I think it was like what? one twenty. 120 just to be on the roster they're getting paid yeah but you would i mean those guys that are taking the 120 that love golf and love competing for golf you know they're not they can't compete in the tournament right you know right. what if they're that's it for the rest of the year you know they're done no i hear you um yeah, yeah I, I would think they would have to go over to you know, yeah, to tour. Tour. yeah. yeah. um a thousand percent yeah so speaking so. of uh majors route that concludes the year for the CGT in terms of majors. We are officially done 
with me. Yeah. And now it's all business. From- Everybody's in event 10, playing to get in the playoffs. Here we go. Yep. Now we're in the, the home stretch here. Um, gotten a lot of emails just about, you know, how the playoffs work. You know, just a lot of inquiries. Guys seem fired up. Um, so it's good to see. I mean, like you said, we're we're finishing up event 10 here this week. You guys are in event 10. Yep. Um, after that, you know, there's a cut made after the 10th event, move on to the playoff. There's another cut made, and then it's it's championship day, Rob. Um, yeah. But again, for the playoffs, as we talk about it, you know, you're a tester. It has to be someone you haven't played with. All right. Just like the majors, it has to be someone new right? that has not attested your score for your playoffs round. This is correct, Rob. Um, speaking of, I was going through the uh, the Open Championship from the North and West Side Tour last night. You know, uh, getting the winners, sending payouts. I had to wipe nine scores, Rob. Nine scores between two tours because guys did not use a new attester. <laughs> And this has been ongoing. Um, so to, to, to Rob's point, especially for the, the playoff, it's in the email. If you don't have a new attester for the playoff, you're automatically DQ'd from the playoff and championship. So you got to play with somebody who is not attested to your score for the year. That doesn't mean you got to play with just some random guy. You could still have your, your typical group with one or two of your buddies, but you got to bring in a new player, a new set of eyes um, for the playoff. So yep. just keep that in mind. Speaking of DQs, Rob, did you see this story that Ryan French put out about the wireless DQ in Q school history? So I saw his tweet. I didn't click on it. And then I saw you, you know, comment on the tweet. I'm like, all right, I got to read it now. And I read it late, late last night. And it's, it's pretty nuts. It's really nuts. Like I first to claim all those aces is just, mind-boggling like i even if you if you did that i would not claim it yeah like i would because there's no way someone could believe that you had what what did he say 36 36 home ones and like eight of them were on par fours yeah right and there's only technically one recorded ace on a par four in the history of the pga tour yeah so it's like i've seen one in person it was pretty cool actually really oh yeah it was it was Awesome. It wasn't I mean, yours on the wrong hole, was it? No, 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 no. It was like I think it was just over 300 yards and it was in uh it was in a scramble. And yeah, he fucking nutted it and dead straight at the pin and see it land, roll up, and then I don't we couldn't see it anymore. We got up there and it was sure shit sitting in the hole. Wow. Yeah, that was awesome. But anyways, yeah, that this story is just nuts. And then like I always find it funny when people try to speed up and walk ahead of other people. Yeah. You know, so anyways, but yeah, it was a, it was a funny story. So did you catch his, uh, his podcast about it? I did not. I wanted to listen to that next. So I caught part two last night. It's really good. Um, it's, it's quite interesting. It's real shady. Um, part one is the, the playing partner that was in the group. He okay. kind of explains the situation, how everything went down. Um, for those listening, you know, we, we've talked about Ryan French before, Monday Qualifier, works for the, uh, the Fire Collective. Um, go check out the story, man. It's it's on his Twitter, uh, at Monday Q. It is absolutely insane. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, we're talking about uh, a Q school qualifier. A pre-Q 
but yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, it is a pre yeah. Q school qualifier, but the guy he's, he's kind of, um, you know, known to be a, a pencil whipper. Mm-hmm. Um, they couldn't yeah, pencil whipper. Yeah. They couldn't necessarily prove it. Um, it came down to the rules official and, um, the spotter that was there the day of where this supposed lost ball went, they jumped in a cart, went back out there. The rules official then pulls the ball out of his pocket and, and it ended up being the guy's ball that has his markings on it. Like it's, yes. it's crazy. Uh, moral of the story, the guy got DQ'd. Um, and then Ryan kind of breaks everything down, does his piece, you know, um, with reporting, he kind of broke everything down, didn't take a side, just wanted, you know, both sides of the story and then, mm-hmm. you know, be able to have the the listener kind of make their decision from there. And it, like I said, it's bananas. Um, Cause he, he interviewed the actual guy too, right? Or no. Yeah. That was part two. Okay. Uh, but you know, the, for the guys caddy to say, who knows, maybe it hit that pack of turkeys. And <laughs> right. like, what? <laughs> and then they took a video like during a round, not an ace, you know, during right. the Q, Q school round, Ryan's like, well, why would you take a video? Like nobody ever does that. You know, that's a little suspicious. And then like the, the whole thing is crazy. So I would highly recommend going to read the story, uh, listen to the podcast. The grind is the podcast and it is super good. Um, again, Ryan said that he was up till you know, <laughs> four in the morning, both nights, um, he said it just got weirder and weirder, but anyhow, um, moving on, Rob. Before we jump in the top three, Rob, let's talk about last week's. Um, you mentioned Tiger and Rory, you know, with the TGL. I think there was well on my part, I had no idea what it was. Um, had time to look into that. I was boy, I was way off. So this <laughs> is more, this is more of like a gaming platform. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you guys haven't heard yet, Rory and, and Tiger are unveiling a basically a, a three versus three simulator series that's Monday night series on Monday night, yep. which is preposterous. So they're in compete with Monday night football. Is that correct? I guess. I mean, I, I just depending on where it's at, I don't know if it's in the beginning of the season or whatnot. Or did they say? I didn't read. Super I don't know. I don't know dates, but yeah. You know, for those who are unfamiliar, this thing looks crazy. It's in, it's an indoor, it's basically a giant, not even, it's an arena. Yeah. Right. Like gladiators. And then think of crazy fans and, you know, graphics. And it's going to be essentially a three versus three of guys hitting it into a simulator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to know, because if you look at the renderings, they have a full green in the middle right and they have sand traps and they have so are they going to do the whole their their driver iron shots approach shots are into the into the screen and then they then they sit there and they chip and they put on this actual green that's in the center i mean I don't it know. was it was the renderings were absolutely crazy looking crazy it reminds me of basketball <laughs> the movie basketball is unbelievable oh, I it's a great movie absolutely great movie I just can't, I can't stand I can't stand South Park, but I love that movie. I, I'm 100 percent in the same boat. Um, I just can't get with. I mean, this has to be, um, you know, kind of a not a last ditch effort, but hey, let's let's try something new to engage with younger 
fans sure. yeah. who are, you know, more into the gamer tech. It has to be. I mean, I can't, I can't see what player would be excited to actually do that. Can you imagine the pitch going into like a meeting and pitching this? <laughs> I would be like, what? I did. I did love your tweet about bring back big break. Cause I, I agree with you. I would rather see the money go to that and watch that than watch right. the, uh, this, this, uh, right. simulator golf. I mean, I like playing a simulator, but I don't want to watch somebody else playing the simulator. No, absolutely not. And I mean, I, I may watch the first, you know, oh, you have to, you have to. Yeah. right. But like, even with the match, like I watched the first couple of matches. Right. And then after that, like I didn't put it on my schedule or like, you know, find time to watch it. Like if it was on, sure. I caught it. Sure. Wasn't pumped about it. I mean, I'm not going to be like, yeah, Hey, uh, Monday night, I got to go watch TGL. <laughs> you know, that's crazy. I, it's just, it's mind boggling to me. Um, but who knows? You know, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine a full arena for that. Right. Like, you know, is it going to be like, uh, you remember Well, you probably don't remember, but uh, like when DLSL played a, a game at uh, Comiskey, we, we got to play. I, I usually it was like reader or something like that. You'd only the outfield would be blocked off, but you know, it could be on the, uh, you know, first and third base lines. Right. Is it, is it going to be the same thing for that? You know, I don't know, man. I mean, they, they have to know something in terms of like, you know, especially with Tiger's new game uh, with 2k. Oh, and, and, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I get that side of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's a whole different demographic, but if they're trying to pull, you know, uh, younger guys who are kind of more into the gaming uh, world or scene, then yeah, I guess it's a good play. But again, I'm sure they're not going to just invest a ton of dollars into something they haven't you know, done any kind of market research on. So there's got to be something to it. I just, I was blown away. Once I saw it, I'm like, this is crazy. Like, who, who the F is going to watch this? I guess my other question is, is that live? I believe it is live. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll have a slime factor. And uh, how, do you, how do you bet on that? It's a fucking <laughs> simulator. I don't know. No idea. <laughs> no idea. Um, so I mean, could you have fantasy fantasy golf for it too? You know, it's all this crap, right? Right. Speaking of movies, Rob, that's going to bring us right into the top three. Okay. Oh, yeah. We got a good one. All right. I want to know your top three favorite comedy movies. I love uh, Dodgeball. Yeah. So I'm going to go Dodgeball three hole. Okay. I mean, Vince Vaughn plays the same character and everything, but I, I just love him to death. Did you know he was in Rudy? Um, I did not, probably because I turned it off. Um, <laughs> you know, not even a quarter of the way through, but what does he play in Rudy? Oh, I see. I think he's the quarterback. Is he really? I believe, but he is in Rudy. Um, anyways, uh, so dodgeball three-hole. Um, God damn. I, old school. Always have to go old school. I love old school. Too awesome. Uh, but my favorite one is Super Troopers. I'll quote that all day long. Love Super, Super Troopers. Super Troopers is a is a gem. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Anchorman, but yeah, I would have to say Super Troopers. I, I love uh Harold Akumar, White Castle. Oh yeah. That's an honorable mention for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of them I'm forgetting that people are like, what the fuck? Oh, I mean, the hangover. Got to go with hangover, honorable mention. But yeah, those are my top three. What about you? Nice. Uh, three hole. I'm going with a very, very underrated me, myself, and Irene. Really? 
unbelievable movie. A lot of one-liners. That movie would not be made today. Oh, no. I mean, a lot of that stuff wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, hysterical. Um, okay. I think it's one of Jim Carrey's best best movies, to be honest, in terms of comedy. Sure. No, I, yeah. I mean, he's I like unbelievable. He's um, super funny. Um, number two, I'm going to go Beer Fest. Oh, fuck. Beer Good Fest. Call. Love Beer, beer Fest. Beer I mean, you guys know Super Tubers. Love yeah. Beer Fest. Right. I was, it was either Broken Lizard and, and Beer Fest. There was probably a couple other ones. Uh, and then number one, The Goat, Dumb and Dumber. Really? Uh, yeah. What do you mean, really? That's, can't stand Dumb and Dumber. You can't, can't stand, stand it? it? Can't stand it. I won't watch it through. Can you, I can't can stand you it. Explain further, please, to the audience. I, I just, I just don't like it. I just, I can't. I mean, I could never sit through and watch the whole thing. I just because like, of does like Jim Carrey bother you? Jim Carrey. I mean, no, I think he's good. You know, some things I don't like, but I just, I just couldn't ever get into it. Did not like it. I mean, I know that movie like by heart. Um, but to your point. I'm the same way with like Caddyshack. Can't watch Caddyshack because of sure. like, sure. you know, I, I love the beer fest pool though. That's a great movie. So that I think we we're juniors and I was a junior in college when that came out. I think I saw it maybe two or three times in the theater down at Eastern. It was oh, great. It's a great one. Um, yeah. There's a lot of like, uh, what's his name? Who was in school rock? Jack Black. Like he, oh, yeah. Oh, school rock's good. Yeah. I like that movie. Huh? No, I don't like it. I, he, I'm saying like, Jack Black is a guy who like just bothers me. I can't watch any of his movies. Really? Yeah. I, he just, he tries too hard. You can just tell he's trying. Like Shell Hell? You didn't like Shell Hell? I think Shell Hell is actually hilarious. Okay. I'll, I'll give you Shell Hell. I, I do like Shell Hell. Um, other than that, I just think he's a little, you know, um, he, he just tries a little too hard. I like the guys who are just witty and it kind of rolls right off. Um, Speaking of Broken Lizard, did you ever get into uh, Tacoma FD, the TV show? Who? Tacoma FD. It's wow. the guys from Broken Lizard. It's it's fucking hilarious. I think there's only like three seasons of it, but it, it's I'd highly recommend it. It was Broken Lizard. The guys that did Super Troopers and Beer Fest. That's ah. what they call the group. That's their you know production group. Gotcha. It's called Tacoma FD. Yeah, it's on True TV. I think it's three seasons long. Uh, the actual um, the, the, the blonde from, um, Yellowstone, the one that's the, uh, uh yeah. rodeo girl. Yeah. Yeah. She's in it. She's a, it's pretty good. Is it like a kind of a spinoff of the cop show that used to be on comedy central? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, exactly. It's, uh, I'm going to say, it's, um, the bigger guy farmer or whatever. And then, uh, the little guy and they're, they get, they have, they've had, I believe the broken lizard, like, sometimes guest star on it and stuff like that, but it's, it's, it's really funny. I will look I'll check it out. I will definitely check that out. Um, but uh, until next time, Tom, we'll, uh, we'll see you in the fairway. Okay? See you in the fairway, Tom. See you, buddy.